Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 18 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. This is the fifth of six episodes in which I'm exploring the essential role that you play in your children's athletic lives. The topic of today's podcast is goal setting. Your young athletes can learn more about their commitment to a sport by having you assist them in setting goals for their participation. Then, as your children become more deeply immersed in sports, goal setting acts as a guide for them as they consider to what level they want to aspire and what they need to do to achieve that level that they set for themselves. Not only is goal setting a useful tool to encourage commitment and hard work in sports, it's also a valuable tool that your children can learn and place in their toolbox to assist them in all aspects of their lives and throughout their lives. Goal setting teaches your children not only where they want to go and how to get there, but also essential values related to commitment and ownership. It shows them that they need to create a plan for how they will achieve their sports aspirations and then execute that plan through commitment, hard work, and patience. Goal setting helps your children understand the power of ownership of their athletic lives in which they learn the relationship between their actions and the outcomes that result from their efforts. They learn that when they put effort toward their goals, they will usually achieve them. And when they don't, they probably won't. At a very immediate and rewarding level, your children will also gain appreciation for the meaning, satisfaction, and joy that comes from setting a goal, working hard in its pursuit, and reaching the goal. This virtuous cycle encourages them to continue to set and pursue goals in their sports participation. Though a seemingly innocuous process, helping your children set goals is actually quite complicated by a number of factors. Particularly at a young age or in a sport in which they have little knowledge or experience, your children lack the perspective to set their own goals. So they must rely on you for establishing reasonable objectives related to their sports participation. In a guiding rather than directive role, you must be careful not to impose your own needs and goals on your children. For example, if your daughter joins a soccer team, don't start thinking of her day one being in the Olympics. Goal setting is a process that begins simply and increases in detail and complexity as your children's involvement in a sport increases. In addition, from its inception, goal setting should be discussed with your children as is age appropriate. Goals should be decided on mutually and goals should be explicitly stated. When your children begin participating in a sport, you should assist them in establishing three goals. The foremost goal is to have fun. Enjoying the experience is the most motivating thing for your children early in their athletic lives. If they enjoy the sport, you will have little concern for motivating them to continue to participate. The second is commitment. If your children choose to participate in a sport and you make a commitment to their involvement, your children should have a goal of staying committed for the specified duration of the sport whether a certain number of lessons or the length of the season. This goal teaches your children the values of persistence and patience. The third goal is to give their best effort. As I emphasize throughout my podcast, one of the most important lessons your children can learn is the value of effort because this is something they can control, whereas innate at talent, for example, is not, and is something that is essential for athletic success, as well as success in any other avenue of life. When your children are in the beginning stages of a sport, avoid any goal setting based on results. Outcome goals place too great an emphasis on results at too early an age and may cause your children to become preoccupied with results. And though it's certainly fun for your children and gratifying for you to see them succeed and win, the fact is that early success is not a good predictor of success later in their athletic lives.
Everything your children do early in their sports participation involves their developing a passion for the sport, the desire to commit to and work hard in their efforts, and to learn the foundational physical and mental skills necessary for success in the years to come. When your children are very young, simply saying, have fun out there, or do your best, are not only intended as words of support and encouragement, but also act as implicit goals for your children to strive for. As they mature, and I can't give you specific ages because children develop at different rates, gain experience in their sport, and begin to have aspirations about how good they can be, you can begin to introduce a more formal understanding of goal setting with an age-appropriate dialogue about goals. This conversation should start with an explanation of goals so they can understand the concept of goals. For example, goals are things you want to achieve and that you decide to work to get. You can emphasize that goals should be within their control. For example, you can control whether you reach these goals by how hard you work. Finally, you can provide examples of goals they can set and strive toward. For example, you can improve by paying attention to your coaches and giving your best effort at practices. As your young athletes become more involved in a sport, goals can become more specific and more performance relevant. The next stage of goal setting then should emphasize skill acquisition and overall improvement as athletes in their sport. More specifically, your young athletes' goals should focus on their getting better technically and tactically and translating that progress into the improved overall performance. Importantly, only when your children make a long-term and time-intensive commitment to their sport and choose to pursue it to the fullest of their abilities should outcome goals become part of their goal setting. Also, you should recognize your own limitations in assisting your children in setting outcome and long-term goals. Unless you have an in-depth knowledge of the sport, gained either as an athlete or as a coach, you can do more harm than good by trying to set goals for them. The wise course at this point is to seek out your kids' coaches who can provide experienced guidance about setting reasonable goals for your children to set based on their current level of performance and the developmental trajectory they're on. To help you better understand goal setting so you can more effectively guide your children in setting goals, here are a few criteria you should follow based on the SMARTER model, S-M-A-R-T-E-R. This acronym, SMARTER, represents the seven criteria that research has found you can use to get the most out of your goal setting. Now note here, there are variations on what each letter of the acronym stands for, and I've chosen the ones that I think are most effective. The S stands for specific. Your children's goals should be specific to what your young athlete wants to accomplish. For example, if your child is a lacrosse player, they wouldn't want a general goal such as, I want to improve my stick handling. Instead, they want to identify what aspects of their stick handling they want to get better at. A more appropriate goal might be, I want to improve my passing accuracy just outside the crease. The more specific they can get, the more they can focus on what they need to do in their training to improve that area. The M stands for measurable. You want your children's goals to be objective and measurable. For example, if you have a child who's a tennis player, a measurable goal might be, I want to improve my first serve percentage from 45% to 65% in tournament matches. This goal identifies the target that your children can aim for. Next, you want to establish a process goal for them that will lead to that improvement goal. Continuing the tennis example, a good goal might be, my goal is to hit 50 serves three times a week for the next four weeks to raise my first serve percentage. The A stands for accepted. As I talked about in an earlier episode, 
Ownership of your children's sport is essential for their athletic success. Ownership is also relevant to the goals your athletes set for themselves. Goals that are set by you or their coaches will not fully inspire or motivate them because they don't come from your children themselves, so they won't have full ownership of them. When your children set goals for themselves, with guidance if necessary from you or their coaches, achieving those goals will be grounded in their determination and drive to be the best athletes they can be. Because they own their goals, they can't not give their very best effort as they strive toward them. The R represents realistic. For goals to support rather than discourage your young athlete's efforts, they must be realistic, but also a bit of a stretch. If they set goals that are too easy to achieve, your children will have no incentive to work hard to achieve them because they'll reach their goals with little effort. Conversely, if they set goals that are too impossible to attain, they'll realize that there's little point in expending effort toward those goals because they can't reach them anyway. You want your children to set goals that are attainable, but only with hard work and pushing their limits. The T stands for time limited. Research has shown that the most effective goals have a time limit set for them. In other words, you would help your young athletes to establish goals with a particular deadline for accomplishing them. These time limits act to motivate your children to exert effort consistently in pursuit of their goals to ensure attainment within the desired time frame. For example, if your son is a golfer who wants to improve his putting accuracy, a time-limited goal might be, I'm going to practice my putting one bucket of 50 balls three times a week with the goal of lowering my handicap by two strokes within the next eight weeks. The E stands for exciting. Emotions lie at the heart of your young athlete's motivation. If they're excited about their sport, they're going to work hard. As a result, you want to help your children to set goals that inspire and excite them. Their emotions are so important because they can have a big influence on your kids' efforts and whether they attain their goals when faced with failures, disappointment, fatigue, pain, tedium, and the desire to do other things. As your children set goals, ask them whether the goals pass the excitement test. That is, do the goals get them fired up to achieve them? The R represents recorded. Considerable research has demonstrated that your young athletes will stay committed to their goals when they write them down than if they did not. Recording goals seems to help in several ways. First, the simple act of writing goals appears to make the goals more tangible and real. Second, the act of writing goals down seems to create a sense of ownership that makes the goals feel more like theirs, thus compelling young athletes to commit to them. Third, posting the written goals where your kids can see them regularly acts as a constant reminder of what they want to achieve and what they need to do to attain them. Finally, another research finding is that your young athletes will be more committed to their goals if they make them public by sharing them with family, friends, and these days on social media. Making the goals a public declaration appears to generate a stronger sense of accountability, which creates positive pressure on children to adhere to the goals. In addition to the smarter goals I just described, there are two things that you can help your athletes do in their goal setting. First, their focus in their goal setting should be on the degree of attainment rather than absolute attainment. An inevitable part of goal setting is that your children won't reach all of their goals because it's not possible to accurately judge how realistic all goals are. If your children are concerned only with whether they reach a goal, they may see themselves as failures if they're unable to do so. This disappointment will invariably reduce rather than bolster their motivation. You should emphasize how much the goal your children achieved rather than whether or not the goal was fully realized. 
Though your children won't attain all of their goals, they will almost always improve toward a goal. With this perspective, if your kids don't fully reach a goal, but still improve 50% over the previous level, they will still see themselves as having been successful and their commitment and effort will be rewarded. For example, a cross-country running daughter's goal is to finish in the top 10 of an upcoming race after having finished only as high as 18th in previous races, but she finished 12th in her next race. Even though she didn't reach her goal of a top 10 finish, she did improve from 18th to 12th, which should still be a win for her. Lastly, you should also ensure that your young athletes receive consistent feedback about their goals. This information serves several purposes. It keeps your children focused on their goals, so they maintain their commitment in pursuit of those goals. Feedback also shows progress toward your kids' goals, rewarding their efforts. It also emphasizes the relationship between effort and achievement by connecting their goals and the effort they put into them with improvement. Feedback can come from you, your children's coaches, from themselves, or directly from the successful experiences. From Kat Smiley, a fitness expert, the real value of setting goals is not the recognition or reward. It's the person we become by finding the discipline, courage, and commitment to achieve them. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 18 of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 19 in the near future.